More than a year into Russia's full-scale war, Ukraine is trying to demine its territories, which Ukraine's armed forces have bravely liberated. Today around 30% of Ukraine's lands are mined. But how does that impact Ukraine's agricultural campaign and ultimately export? So today we'll talk about solutions to these issues in stories. Hello and welcome. This is the Solutions from Ukraine podcast, which is brought to you by the Rubrica Media Outlet. My name is Vladislav Faraponov. I'm the co-host of this podcast and also an analyst at Internews Ukraine, a Ukrainian media NGO. I'm happy to be joined by my colleague Anastasia Rudenko, who is editor-in-chief of the independent all-Ukrainian Rubrica Media Outlet. And before we start, let me remind you that you can support us at Patreon at patreon.com slash rubrica. So, hello, Nastya, and welcome to our podcast. Hello, Vlad, and our listeners. And let me start uh, by stating that, uh, as I mentioned in the uh, introduction, that uh, around 30% of Ukraine's lands are mined. So, it's more than uh, basically uh, 174 square kilometers, or more than uh, at least 100 miles, actual square miles. And it's like two sizes of Austria at the heart of Europe. And uh, we basically, we have talked about the grain deal uh, and export from Ukraine last time. You can find it uh, in our previous episode. Ukraine's victory is the only solution to the global food crisis at any platform where you turn in. But today we'll talk specifically about demining. So, Nasya, why do you think it's important uh, to talk about it today? Well, first of all, we feel like the media narrative about the war has shifted too much about how this war ends. But there is no other path than the victory of Ukraine first. Second, we are still far from it because, as Vlad has mentioned, 30% of territories are mined. How can people go back to their places of living? How can farmers start growing anything? Uh, yes, yeah, so uh, in particular uh, the the sowing campaign and uh, and planting. Exactly. Just last year, Ukraine's livestock industry decreased its production by fifteen percent. It is an official number. Yes. Yeah, so this. Uh, this loses from animal death and farm damages as of late uh, fall, uh, basically last year, uh, were estimated at approximately $50 million, but uh, obviously the final sum will be several, several times uh, higher. And um, unfortunately, there's no comprehensive data about the number of livestock uh, enterprises uh, destroyed uh, completely or damaged uh, to the extent that uh, uh, they cannot restore uh, their operation and uh, like um, at the same time it is really important that um, like a lot of companies continue to uh, record their loses and gather the evidence uh, to get reparations from Russia and uh, uh, it, it means that uh, they still believe it's possible and it's doable. So, like, um, we really appreciate the, 
the, the basically the great feeling of justice uh, of those people who uh, who really work uh, more than uh, more than 24 hours uh, per day uh, to keep this industry uh, even growing amid the war basically nasa uh, it is interesting like what particular cases um, we may uh describe when uh, it comes to yeah, farms and, and animals from our reporting uh rubrica's journalist victoria gubareva went to a farm that was occupied in the early days of the war by russians it was a cow farm in muzici kiev region the vast enterprise keeps a herd of uh, 650 animals and has fields where they collect hive for the animals as its disposal and the farm is self-sufficient and the production is waste-free and environmentally friendly so like brilliant uh, and uh, very responsible story case and in february and march of last year the farm survived the war uh, russian and ukrainian military units were located very very close like in three kilometers from both sides of the cow sheds and uh, shells whistled over the buildings when there were no products uh, left in the stores as the village was occupied the farm helped the villagers and just gave them milk for free yeah and like uh, basically the reason they did that uh, like it was um, the occupation first and they also uh, they just had like a lot of milk uh, th- uh, that uh, they basically didn't have any place uh, they were uh, able to uh, sell it to, to, uh, to sell it and uh, basically even to keep uh, at least uh, at least for a day like uh, like it was uh, there was no electricity and uh, uh, no facilities uh, at least to keep it uh, even for even for some days not to mention the um, the seven uh, um, uh, itself yeah after the uh, liberation uh, the challenges uh, they have still uh, a lot of challenges yes, for example and, uh, no electricity yes we'll talk about it uh, and um, basically just a bit later and uh, it is really a brilliant case of um, of resilience uh, to understand the conditions of living and uh, working of uh, of Ukraine's farmers and um, the, the reason like we are talking about animals is that they also need a lot of space nearby their actual firms and uh, it it would be interesting to know Nasa, like uh, how uh, f- uh, do um, how do farmers uh, adapt to to the Russian attacks uh, uh, in in the fall uh, on the energy uh, system where Sometimes it was a blackout for several days. Sometimes it was like uh, almost almost At the whole day. At least a couple of hours. Almost the whole day. Yeah, and like uh, while ordinary people may some relocate to uh, to other parts of the city, uh, like uh, do farmers, do something that uh, they uh, like may uh, be. Um, 
uh, be ready to do even without electricity for example like like read books uh, do something outside but uh, basically what about farmers uh, where electricity is an essential part of their operation absolutely almost all modern livestock farms are directly depend on electricity and no electricity can often mean no water Many farms use water from private wells and need electricity to, to get it. Uh, for the animals, lack of water can lead to health problems and even death. So uh, farms without electricity cannot be properly regulated. And blackouts can make it impossible to process and properly store feed. Yeah, so some farmers, they use uh, basically generators as many Ukrainians uh, in winter and uh, uh, basically last fall just to ensure the uh, operation of the, of the pumping station and uh, they also use fans. Uh, Correct, uh, big generators. Yeah, so basically what is the solution to this challenging case? It seems uh, that a personal power plant for a farm and phased production. And um, how does that work? Well, there was not enough power for all the processes and the production was divided into several stages. Uh, milking, cow sheds where cows spend the majority of their time were supplied with electricity so that milking machines could be connected to a cooling system. Feed preparation and other service processes take place after that. And disconnections often occurred during the milking and the process was interrupted. Still, the employees always found ways to remedy the situation. Uh, the human factor helped the farm cope with challenges. Yeah, so uh, like the work um, in, in the cow sheds is continuous uh, basically throughout the day and um, like uh, electricians always work uh, in, in shifts and uh, were always ready to switch between the main network and, and the backup power. Uh, I'm not sure like how how fast it may happen but uh, like with regard to our personal experience I may say that uh, it's not as easy basically as it sounds like uh, to switch uh, like from um, from my network uh, to the backup power and back like to ensure like everything uh, operates correctly and uh, basically do it uh, do it really fast it's uh, not that easy as it sounds again and uh, I think it also, in some case, it also shows people's dedication and the importance of, of generators and help to Ukraine to overcome the so-called um, by quinterization. Uh, and I recall these, these uh, generators for, for, for Ukraine campaign, which was launched by the president of the, of the European Parliament, Roberta Mazzola. And we really appreciate uh, like a lot of uh, help in terms of generators and also the united states of america also provided uh, really lots of powerful generations i think like many people uh, like uh, from our foreign audience uh, may not uh, even um, see like uh, such big generators uh, i remember just several weeks ago i saw a large generator at the gas station and it's really like a size of a of a large uh, automobile 
and uh, like uh, it's it's really massive uh, and uh, the help to, to Ukraine uh, in terms of generators is really enormous again but again uh, it also shows like uh, why the human factor is important and the key to success as we say uh, like it like it was again all about people we will post these stories in the episode's description they are really worth reading yeah and um, uh, like uh, at the same time it is also important to acknowledge that Uh, despite the heroism and um, in some way basically dedication of um, of people like uh, there are some things that can be done only by machines and um, speaking about another important agricultural sector we have to state that um, around 20% of our agricultural land cannot be sown according to um, a member of um, Ukraine's parliamentary committee uh, on agrarian uh, policy Dmitry Solomchuk uh, so as we say like around 30% of lands uh, are mined and uh, actually actually 20% of them <clears throat> um, are designed for agriculture it's really impossible uh, to start uh, to start the planting campaign there but uh, at the same time we have also seen how ukrainian farmers uh, have mostly adapted to the conditions of war like um, Uh, this year, as well as last season, agrarians uh, are introducing additional process and building feed mills and uh, basically livestock that we have talked about is also expanding and uh, some dry transition shipment ports to the EU uh, have been created. But in this context, we talk only about those lands that haven't been under occupation. Yeah, uh, yeah but uh, we just cannot imagine uh, basically how much work uh, still should be done uh, in the newly um, liberated uh, regions, yes. So what is the solution to lands that suffered from Russians? Well, I would say there are several ones. First, um, I cannot uh, stop admiring the the creativity of Ukrainians. For example, there is a guy from uh, Ivano-Frankiv city, a beautiful uh, city in western Ukraine, who developed a drone that uh, basically detects mines. So, so his name is Yuri. He is just 16 years old, and um, he is a student of. Um, of a Liceum um, in in the Vanafrakis region and um, uh, like he presented uh, his development at all Ukrainian uh, uh, steam uh, steam festival I don't understand uh, how does it look and work please describe Yeah so basically he thought about developing a machine that um, that uh, six miles but uh, but later basically after several trials um, and uh, and perhaps uh, like also errors uh, he decided to make um, a drone uh, using uh, 3d printer uh, technology so uh, he he says that it it allows to scout the the the, the land the territory and uh, Uh, the drone uh, it search for mines and uh, basically mark them on, on the map of uh, our future mobile uh, um, application as uh, 
it's here call so like we for, for now we don't know if such application uh, uh, is um, is development uh, but uh, it is likely that yes because uh, like this uh, this piece of news was uh, was really in, in some sort of uh, uh, a sensation and uh, like um, those uh, state um, state bodies that in charge of uh, the demanding uh, were really interested in in developing this uh, this uh, technology it looks like that uh, the drone basically detects uh, the mine uh, and uh, actually mark them uh, via special signal and um, uh, it also has actual various um, types of signal for different for different minds uh, and um, a professional uh, who is in charge of uh, of demanding like he sees uh, that uh, that signal and understands like in basically like in which particular area uh, uh, it needs like special attention yeah we need a lot of such tools <laughs> And I think uh, there is something that Zelensky talked about when Ukraine's army liberated Kherson, which was under occupation for more than half of the year. He mentioned that Ukraine could not wait for territories liberated from the enemy to be demined for decades. We can't wait. Indeed, thanks to the true heroism of uh, Ukrainians, Ukrainian sappers and explosives technical specialists, our rescuers and everyone who helped them, the area of land contaminated by mines and munitions has been reduced. But again, it can take a lot of uh, time. Yeah, um absolutely and uh, there are cases like uh, like that as well and uh, and uh, for example a schoolgirl in uh, in the Volyn region in the western ukraine close to to belarus uh, okay. and poland yeah and uh, she developed a robot that also can uh, can uh, detect mines uh, and uh, basically signal about it and uh, like uh, when this piece of news uh, basically was released uh, like uh, it was announced that uh, the uh, like it's not uh, so expensive but again it was just for one it is not clear like uh, how much time it will be needed to to develop like some some number that is needed at least for some some territorial community which is called Hromada in Ukraine but I would say like those cases they are like um, a long-term solution like uh, what we understand is that Ukraine needs uh, real massive assistance in this area because even if Ukraine's army liberates a large amount of territory and uh, like um, officially they like there is no Russians, um, but it is still anymore. not safe. Yeah, it is still not safe at all. Like uh, to leave. Yeah, and uh, for now, like for example, I recall some cases from from my home region, from Mykolaiv, uh, where uh, the um, a large village, uh, it it can be also called town, like was basically was liberated uh, in the fall, but just several days ago in March. 
basically um, a farmer uh, was killed because like uh, he trapped uh, on a mine uh, like um, all, almost uh, a half of the year past but still uh so when it is basically not safe to live there not to mention things like farming yes it is worth keeping in mind uh to those who claim how the war ends and on which terms here are the terms complete demining and restoration compensation to such heroes as we talked about today Yes, so stay with us. You can support us at patreon.com slash rubrica. It will help us produce more independent podcasting and reporting, which will result in more help for Ukraine to, to win this hard but important war.